Hey listeners, thanks for tuning into our podcast, but we know you may have an idea for your own podcast and that's why we are recommending you go get Anchor. Mm-hmm. You can create your own podcast and then like maybe have us on as guests. You should definitely have us on. For oh, we're, we're, I just checked our calendar. We're busy, Ooh. Oh, but we're available on this day. We can pencil okay, we'll you be, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're we in. can do it. Okay, we, we it. said yes. Forget it. I don't like your ideas. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anchor is the system we use and it's got a lot of cool tools. You can actually, it's kind of a one-stop shop place where you can go, you can record, edit everything, even implement songs from Spotify into your podcast. Mm-hmm. And what I like about it the most, to be honest, is that it makes us money and I love money. And it also is free, which is kind of like, you know, you save money. It's like I think that's the biggest money. thing is like it's free. So you don't have to worry about like paying any kind of fee or signing up for thing. And they do everything for you. So you can go there. They will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other places your family are going to ignore you on. So uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started for free. Mm-hmm. Did we mention it's free? Free and you make money. You're going to make money. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. Your family will ignore you. That's we're, true. It cuts to the core. We're not, we're not going to be on your podcast. Come on, kids, now gather around. Grab along and sit right down. What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire, now hit the ground. It's the campfire shit show. And now, your camp counselors, Bo Hufford and Mero Climo. It's, it's <laughs> insane. <laughs> uh, listeners, uh, here we are again. Uh, mm-hmm. Still alive. Still alive. Uh, quarantined, yet uh, together somehow. Yep. Okay, no more corona. Now we want to talk about... Yeah, let's about, switch it up. Yeah, we're bored of that. Some other shit has been coming up. Yes. Actually, this episode is full of new information that's been slowly simmering in the, the back burner of our lives. Exactly. And I can't believe that you and I have been... Like, today's the day that both you and I can share our news. Yeah, yeah. We're pregnant. No. no. <laughs> both having our baby. Your mom just was like, I knew it. Oh, my God. No. Um. Okay, so I'm gonna, I'm just gonna start. Yeah, let's start with because you. Uh, the the subject that I want to talk about is uh, sensitive, and I want to be careful and honest, and I'm gonna tell you guys all the real story, but also with the most respect that I can. Uh, and that is that my relationship, which you've heard uh, me speak of many times uh, with Brittany, has ended in the last month. So. There's that. <laughs> There's that. Wow. Um, well, it's not funny. I no, mean, no, no, no. But, but what I will say is this. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to take you through it a little bit um, and and kind of explain like well, why and what and how and things like that. And uh, and our disclaimer, not even a disclaimer, our, the truth is that, and we'll go into this more, but like you, obviously you and I as well, like love Britney so much. And so I know as a third party person that there really is like nothing but love here. It's not one of those situations right. where like someone cheated or someone, you know, like there's no right. toxicity at all. And right. so it's like a weird situation because usually like, you know, in in past situations, we can like get on the microphone and be like, this person did this and fuck them. And right, but, right, but right. Britney's like an amazing human and this was totally. like a decision made with love. So that's that's kind of like the, the yeah. vibe for this situation, at least. I think uh, so. You know, uh, I know you guys will know that I travel a lot. I'm always on the go and I've got my hands in lots of different pots, you know. Yes. Um, and the last trip I went to Japan, uh, I was there for about two weeks 
And I had just been feeling this distance in our relationship a little bit more and more. And there were, there are reasons for that, that I don't need to go into, but it's just like, uh, you know, we just weren't it, it, like, like most relationships, things sort of, um, they get normal. I guess you get to the point to where you're that. like, okay, this is what I'm working with. Like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the excitement kind of dies down. And- yeah. And, and we had had a couple moments where like the wind got take, taken out of the sails just mm-hmm. a smidge and it was hard to come back from that. But, um, it's no fault of anyone. I don't feel it just, I got to that point where I was like, I'm not, I'm not thinking about this relationship in the same way that I once was. Yeah. And when efforts were made to change it here or there, um, something didn't click, something didn't click. Okay. And so I really was looking at her and I was like, and how long were you guys dating for in total? Just under like like a, a couple weeks before two years. Okay. That went by fast to me. Yeah, that like yeah. went by super fast. And, uh, I just had this feeling in me and I'm sure our listeners have felt this way where it's like, you've got this thing that you're thinking and you want to address it with the most, um, honesty and respect for that person. But I just had to say like, something is not working for me and, uh, you're an amazing person. I can't, really explain why that is mm-hmm. other than this is just where we are you know right and and it wasn't like you had that feeling one day out of nowhere no, i know this was something that would like come and go we, and- yeah we had had a couple moments where it was like okay this maybe this isn't gonna work but then you know you build through it and you grow and you try because that's what relationships do but then at the same time um there was just this underlying feeling like what i was feeling was not something that i could like switch my brain on. Yeah. And it's hard to push down because then right. you'll have like a good day. I've had, I've had situations like that too. And it's like, you always know in the back of your mind yeah. that you may love the person and they may, may be great, but then it's like this like gnawing feeling inside of you. I think in the end I could just tell that we were in different places in our lives. Mm-hmm. I know that, uh, the job that she has, um, cause she's a chef mm-hmm. and the job she had, she wasn't happy with. And, you know, there is something to be said about when you're unhappy at work and you bring that home. Oh, yes. There is a, a, a tax that gets paid, right? Yeah. Because of that. Now, I'm not, I'm not blaming anything. I'm just saying, like, over time, what I felt like was that we became really amazing friends, mm-hmm. but we were lacking some of that other part of the relationship that was something that I think we both desire. Yeah. There was a lack of passion in our, maybe our own lives. And then together we struggled to like bring that to a place that was, um, on the same level. Yeah. Um, and so it is so draining just to like to have someone and and I'm not saying this is Brittany, but just sometimes I think in our situation, like Jack is a little bit more of that, that comes home and is like, saying almost like can't do attitude things and that's a big thing for us we get in big fights because i get so deflated when something and i'm not saying this is britney at all but i'm saying like when when i hear like um like you know almost like no 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 solutions like i like to like almost like kind of like they're gonna be mad at me for work about this and i'm like well did you ask them exactly what they're looking for and i know sometimes people just talk to get heard but i'm more of a like and and, and just to i mean to to play the other side it's like you should be able to come home and talk about your day and talk about what's not going right and just empathize and everything i I just also feel like there's a certain degree of time where you know, if you've hated your job for two years yeah. or three or five or 10 years, um, 
what is that doing to your persona in the relationship? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. What is that doing to the other person? Of course, you're gonna have bad days. Yeah, of course, you're gonna have and bad of course, things months. will happen. To, totally. I yeah. don't hold that against anybody. No, definitely. I not. think in the end. Um, so how did it like go down? Like, so you were in Japan. I was in Japan, and, I, and and the thing is, it's like I was in Japan, and I just knew that I was feeling this way. I found myself forgetting uh, that I was in a relationship and that yeah. doesn't make that that sounds like what it sounds like I was like out cheating right. that's not what it was it was that I was um feeling like oh oh yeah like I haven't talked to her in a couple days and I and that's okay and no yeah. big deal and we you know um and then I would feel guilty about that and I'm like well this isn't right like I don't want to I, that's not fair to her. I right. really kept thinking like that's really not fair to her because she also is like the most supportive. She's oh. so freaking cool. Oh yeah. Like I, I like I'm just so. People think I'm crazy. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure people think like, what are you? How are you? Gonna... I think I think you'd be crazy if you guys like left on a term that wasn't there for friendship. But like I think because she is such an amazing person, you guys are still leaving it open for her being in your life. Yeah. But it's like I cannot stress how as a girlfriend she was so she is still like so supportive of of you of us of like she would yeah. be like there at your comedy shows there at your everything and yeah. but that also doesn't mean that you have to be in a relationship with people that just because they're great that means that she could be like a lifelong person well, it's but funny because like in the beginning i thought like we had started the relationship as friends yeah and you, you, know? you always told we, me we had been she's friends. so cool yeah, like she's been the friends for a couple months and then i felt like you know she pursued me and i was like yeah sure that yeah why wouldn't cool, i do that yeah why yeah. wouldn't i do that um but I think something never totally formed or clicked in the in the romantic space of our lives. Yeah. Um, and and it's like we date and then you're supposed to just it, like it's I just feel like it shouldn't be seen as a failure if things don't work out. because it's like No. OK, so let me fast forward because I don't want to focus so much on like why it didn't work, but like how we're pushing forward that's to, great. Yeah. to what um, how we're going to make it work on the next phase, Good. you know, because this is the thing I think many people do wrong they wait till they resent the person that they're with yeah they know that they're not supposed to be together for some reason it doesn't matter what they start flirting and transferring over into another space and then they make it about uh how this person isn't that and that person yes. is this and i'm gonna leave this person for that person. they call that a lot like the 80 20 with like men or i mean women too but a lot of men will like have a wife at home and then they see this person at work or wherever and yeah. like they're they're like they transfer like if there's 20 percent missing in their current relationship then they're sure. like that person has a hundred percent like that's what everyone said brad pitt did with angelina jolie oh. is like almost like that version of like this person has everything yeah you know and i didn't want um you know brit and i have been so supportive of each other and i really wanted to celebrate that in a different way than i ever had in any other relationship and so although it was very difficult in the first couple days or week mm -hmm. uh because it, it i think it kind of blindsided her she knew that i mean we talked and she said that she felt a distance between us and that we were trying that we were hoping that time would sort of heal yeah. all um but I just was feeling overwhelmingly like, no, this is the, this is what we need to do, I think. And it needs to happen like swiftly. Yeah, I need to like, I need to be honest because I don't want to get in a position where you just get to a place where you're angry at each other. Yes, and you then know? you start like lashing out at the, at the person right. who is like, right. what's going on here? It's not their and then, fault. Right. And, and so I just tried to be honest with myself. I was honest with her and 
after a couple days of like ups and downs and, you know, both of us crying and talking this stuff out, I kind of made, cause we had a couple really good moments where we just sat and like, do you want to have a drink? And we'd sat and had a drink and just kind of talked honestly. See, that's like could. so much her. I can't think of one breakup yeah. that I've been through where I could like, well, and you're living together. So yeah. this, I, to me, it says a lot about who she is. It's like that she could uh, process the information that I was and not be like, you kind asshole. Of, yeah. I was giving her without her like feeling completely, and utterly rejected to a degree of like, well, I hate you now. Right. So we did have a couple conversations and, um, and through those, I was like, you know, wouldn't it be cool if we had a party <laughs> and she was like, uh huh, uh huh, you know? And then like a couple days later or the next day, or maybe it was even that moment she was like, yeah, let's do it. Really? And so yeah. it was ultimately, that's what we all kind of worried, not worried about, but we're like, is Brittany okay with this? Right. And so um, I said, and it, it sounds so <laughs> hokey, right? But I was like, let's have an, a conscious uncoupling party <laughs> where we, because here's the thing I hate about, um, you're with somebody for a couple of years, you break up for whatever reason, right? And then everyone draws a line down the middle yeah. and they go, well, this person's my friend and that person's my friend and ooh, they're a jerk and blah, blah, blah. Um, and I was like, let's let's give everyone the okay to be both of our friends. That's wonderful. And you guys have developed like the circle of friends have kind of sure. gone to both of you over the sure. past couple of years. So, yeah. And so she was amazing. She just said, let's do it. And then it became kind of like our own personal joke. Like, we're going to do this shit because no one else would do this. I love that. Right. I think that's great. And and even then, that was almost confusing because you're like, we're bonding together. And it's like, wait, we do work like, well. Wait, but this is working. <laughs> yeah. And, but then it's like, but the underlying problems are still there. Right. You know? Um, and so, yeah, we just, we invited a bunch of friends over. We told them like, hey, we know it can be weird, but this is our our permission for you to be friends. If you see somebody in the street or at the grocery store, like, be cool. If you want to listen to the podcast or you want to support her in some way or, or go to a comedy show and we're all there. Yes. Like to me, that's so important. I was not going to be able to walk away um, with with my, I guess, my head together if Britt and I fell apart to a point where it's like, well, now we're not friends forever. You yeah. Know? That's yeah. not okay. Do we need some space right now? Probably. Do we need to like re-navigate where 2.0 of us is? Definitely. And there will be a time that like then like the next wave down the road, down the line, however yeah. long that is, is that like people you or her may date someone else. And then it's like getting right. used to that kind of like wave or whatever. But well, you know, I only want the best for her. Yeah. And this is another another reason why, like, you know, at a time when I'm like, I need to make a change. Right. She said, like, after we had that initial discussion about breaking up, she went into her work the next day and quit. Wow. Now she had salary and insurance. Oh and my all gosh. That's, that's and she's awesome. like, she's like, you so, know what? I'm going to go do something different. She's changing her life. Like, it's a catalyst. It for was like just like her moment of like, I've got to change now. Maybe if she had changed that thing, um, before this is what people say, well, well, why wouldn't you just stay around and just be like, now she's quit and maybe it'll get better. And I was like, no, this is the change that she needs to make right now to yes. go into her next phase. Exactly. And yeah. then we'll see where that takes us. You exactly. Know? Maybe she'll live in like a different city. Maybe she'll have a she new job. That she have, I, I believe. And I mean, she's probably going to be listening to this episode going like, <laughs> she's going to email yeah, us being like, you guys yeah. are such a dork. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, but I believe that she wouldn't have quit her job uh, had she not been put in a situation that was like life 
yes. altering. I think right? when we have something that shakes us, you start yeah. to look at, am I Everything. happy on my own? Yeah. It's like when people break up, then they start to like really take care of their bodies. And there's something right. about being comfortable in a relationship. Wait, wait, wait. That... Do I have to do that now? <laughs> <laughs> shit. No, she, the good is she doesn't at all. Yeah, she's like, she doesn't. She's... Is... <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like a way to be perfect. But like, but no, I think like anytime it's almost like we get, you get ripped the comfort of like another human being from yeah. you. And all of a sudden you have to like upgrade yourself yeah. because you're like, well, what do I have left? I think, um, yeah, I mean, long story short, and it, sorry, it has been a long story. No, no, no. I also just want to bring some levity that the, the night that it happened, uh-huh. the next day was the day that you and I had planned to go to Disneyland, and I was not letting you get out of it, and oh, we yeah. were trying to navigate, like, breaking up with someone the night before, and then, like, do we post happy things, or do it? Like, you right, were so sad right. on the drive up. Well, because I'd gotten back from Japan. I'd only been back for a couple of days. We had the conversation, <laughs> and then we had already scheduled to go to Disney, you and I, and so I'm like... <laughs> just what I wanted to be in the happiest place on earth the day after. Like, I'm like, Ugh. I know. And we've all had moments like that where, and as yeah. you had to like run a comedy show where yeah. it's so crazy to do your like normal everyday life with that pit in your stomach. And just, well, it was crazy that night uh, after we talked, we like talked at four o'clock and by seven, I was at my comedy show because I had to. Yeah. And yeah. I didn't plan to have this conversation, but it was like, I had to, we just had to talk. Right. And then I had to go to the comedy show and like, do all the announcements like and do the host. crowd warm up and, and everything. Like, yeah. Hey, are you guys ready for comedy? <laughs> you know, it was like absolutely ridiculous. I felt like I was really on like on level at the comedy show. Like I was like, bang, 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 yes, bang. Yes, because you, you just then, turned it on. Yeah, yeah. And then... But then I walked off stage and I was like. Yes. And then you want to like cry in your car and then you yeah. feel crazy too. Because yeah. you're like, yeah. Okay, yeah. sorry. What were you... No, but I was just going to say like uh, going back to the uncoupling party. It was really great. Uh, everyone was really cool about it. Um, people understood and they was like, this is really cool that you guys are doing that. And I would, I would suggest that if you are in a situation where you need to be honest, uh, and it's not easy, just do it because there's way less hurt. There's way less hurt. We're still going through this process of hurt. Right. But, um, we'll both figure that out. But and it would have been way. It would have been way worse if there was this anger, or if and someone like, had cheated, or right, if you, yeah. And I think right. like that's this is what people should do is uncouple or distance themselves when they know that the time is right instead of letting it fester how you said i thought it was so funny too because then all this coronavirus should happen and everyone's like socially distancing themselves and i'm like uh we're all everyone's just socially uncoupling right now and i also feel for you in the way that who, like i don't know what is happening to everyone's i believe that it's like everyone's thing is life is kind of getting shook up because we're all like yeah upgrading on some level but sure. i think I think um, like I feel for you because it's like she's moving out. That means your rent is going to be more. And this is such an inopportune time to like, oh, for especially for you as an artist yeah. who makes your money doing events and stuff. So anyway, it just adds this other level. Well, yeah, of I like, definitely what the fuck? I definitely yeah. doubled down here. Like it was like all things happen at once. It was yeah. like, <laughs> OK, I'm going to figure this problem out. And then another huge problem comes up, something that nobody in the world could have expected. Right. And then you're like, okay, now I got to deal with that thing. Exactly. But now I'm over here and it's like, holy fuck. And with her too, she quit her job and none of us knew there was going to be this like epidemic, the the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's crazy. She quit her job and then she gave him 30 days. And then two weeks later, all this shit was happening, starting to happen. And they just like closed doors and said, you don't need to come in anymore. Like we're not paying you. So, yeah, but she made, she had a really good opportunity to go live a pl- in a place where 
Uh, she didn't have to pay rent right away. And she's and safe so, and that's great. Yep. And that's great. And I'm really happy for her. And she's going to do amazing things. I'm sure of it. Yeah, she really is. She's just got to, um, she's got to put that gasoline in the tank and get, get. I know? know. She's a very like sparkly, beautiful human. And I think oh, yeah. too, like she has a very good kind of like energy. And I think that, it, I think her positivity with this, like I said, I have no doubt that you guys will like be special to each other in each other's lives. Well, it just comes down to now it's like, you have to make the priority to say like this person's going to be my friend no matter what. We're yeah. unless it gets to be too difficult for someone, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's always an opportunity for that where it's like sorry, I just can't see you. It's too difficult. Right. But if if we can navigate to a place where we can hang out or see each other or even write each other get coffee once in a while you right know, i'd rather slowly mix into that and then figure out what the next stage is for us yep. you know and and i respect her i think she's amazing i've said that enough throughout this entire podcast not this one but all the podcasts that i've been dating her mm-hmm. during she is just an amazing person so i have nothing but absolute admiration for her i know yeah so it is what it is so that's a horrible thing to say <laughs> no. it is what it is no 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 it is what it but is i'm in this trying form. to i'm trying to like sort of button this up and say like that is a thing that happened um we are doing our best to deal with it in the most adult way it's not easy i definitely um suggest anybody who is in a place like that to try it yeah because it, it, it was a really great feeling to know that we could pull our friends together figure this out did anyone and, give any like toasts to you guys or something? No, I think we, I, I gave a speech, a little a quick toast. Maybe we did a couple toasts. People brought food. Like a housewarming. Yeah, it was a, like. Yeah. A house <laughs> die off. <laughs> like here's two plants. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, very fair in all things. Like, you know, just it, it was a positive, as positive as it could be. And then we wrote each other messages. Well, she wrote me first just saying like, hey, I'm really glad uh, I know you. You're awesome. Let's. It's really cool that we could do it this way. I love you know? that. So, big shout out to her. She's awesome. And uh, I already asked if I can come over her house for like Passover dinner Jesus or something. Jesus Christ! Well, maybe you'll be invited. We'll see. You're my friend. Both. <laughs> no, and that was, and that's the same. And I care about her too. And I know, as like a female, we've. Uh, there's a certain part of me that's like, I know how it feels to be like, and she's doing her best, but ultimately, like. It, like it was your choice, but also I know she know, she felt it, but I know how that feels to kind of be like, you know, yeah, dismissed or whatever. And so, so <laughs> like the, the employment term of it. Oh so, my God. <laughs> so stop talking, Meryl. I know how it feels. I'm just saying I know how that feels. So I wanted to reach out to her too. Well, um, you know, that brings me to this is like, uh, you know, a lot of shakeups and, and, you know, Mercury is in retrograde. It is. How now. long has it been in uh, retrograde for? Like- <laughs> Everyone I know is like my, my good friend, Nate broke up with his girl. Um, I had a couple friends just like quitting their jobs and yeah, losing this. Big and changes and, and now a lot of things in the world obviously are changing. Um, but what we haven't talked about is your shakeup because uh-huh. we've both had a breakup in our lives. We What's have. going on? My work breakup. Woo! Can we like add in like, yeah. like clapping? Like. <laughs> the difference is like you're so excited about this breakup. Yes. You're definitely the one that wanted to leave. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So so around December, I had found out that my radio station was being purchased from another like big corporation. Mm-hmm. So basically, our our you know our the people that owned our radio station were selling to a different one and we found this out around December and then we didn't know who was purchasing it exactly yet 
And this was even like it goes back to even um, I was in a hotel getting ready for a party on New Year's Eve. Like I was getting dressed on New Year's Eve. Yeah. And on the news, it was like about Jesus. the sale of our station. And that's how I ultimately Jesus. found out who was purchasing us. Oh. And so I was like in a hotel room, like blow drying my hair. And I'm like, oh, OK, I guess this is the information. I, I, I guess my and job then, is over. Yes. And then Cantori also, Chris, Cantori, the, the one that was my co-host, he drove to like the station to find out on New Year's Eve. And then as he was driving away, he got into a car accident. No. So, yeah, someone backed into his car. So it was like he was leaving to go home, finding out that, like, yes, the sale is going to be final oh soon. And then a woman backed up into him. So that, anyway, that just so that was around December. And then the <laughs> other thing kind of at play with me personally is that, like, I really, really loved this job, like the actual job itself. Yeah. I found myself liking morning radio more than I thought I would. I really connected with the listeners. I sure I really like, oh, Chris an amazing amount of gratitude in the way that I was as myself as I could be. Like, I mean, I can't imagine another situation, another company and another like radio co-host that would let me really speak as openly as I could and be like as true to myself. So I never really felt stifled. There were sometimes I had to hold back a little bit just because of our like commercials and clients, but FCC, (laughs) but for the most part, I really liked it and I loved interviewing people and we got to like do amazing things. And, and, um, so the job part I liked the first year I feel like I was fine and then after Christmas break there was just something about the morning schedule that really really got to me and that was kind of also at the time of like I'm going back up to LA a lot for my classes I'm you know I'm I have stuff at nighttime other things going on my still have my podfly job and it just you know I think from from outsider standpoint I could just see that you started looking at your job as the burden yes instead of like the thing that was holding your life together right you started going like oh I hate this job I don't want to go into it because of the schedule and how much time it takes and how much it takes out of me and my creative self a hundred percent and I felt really challenged like after kind of having two weeks of a normal schedule and then going back there's just something about those and I like think of myself as a morning person in general but it's like 7 30 or 8 not like waking up at 4 yeah and there was just something about that schedule that like the morning was kind of tough but what drove me really crazy is like the afternoon just feeling not my normal self sure feeling like jet lag the whole day and there was nothing I could do if I napped if I got eight hours of sleep there's just I think my body is like not meant to wake up at yeah and I found myself like I feel like the hours of like four or maybe like five to seven thirty to me are the most important of sleep. So I felt like I was getting ripped right from like what I was yeah. about to do to like really get that rest. And it just kind of it wore on me. And and it's also crazy how sleeping patterns can just not really shift. Yeah. It made myself like yeah. I would really like my eyes would almost get blurry and it just it made me like so weird and frustrated. And then yeah. other people like my normal self is like, I want to call people on the phone and talk. And I right. feel like with that job, when you just get off the off air, you don't it, want to it's talk. hard to do other stuff. And yeah. yeah. And so, well, I noticed the, your performance here on the podcast really <laughs> d- diminishing. It can't um, get much worse. You used to be so great at your job <laughs> yeah, here right. at the podcast, but, and it took away my, like, I don't care about conspiracies now. Like with a little <laughs> bit of rest, I feel like I'm a flower that is now slowly coming back to life. Yeah. I think it was, I think it was time. I think, you were doing your duty and it did give you a lot of opportunity to yes. uh, try new things and yeah. meet really interesting people. And I mean, I've benefited from that as well. We've had a lot of great guests because of your radio job. It's a great like job and for Chris, connections. Chris has been really great in support of you. Yes. Um, that's awesome. But I do think for sure you were like, I'm done. I'm ready. I felt really done. And also I know this is no surprise to people, but being well known in like in San Diego is not important to me. And, <laughs> and I think like, to me, it's just kind of I was promoting a city that I also am actively 
like not uh, in all the time. And yeah. I think also the listeners were getting confused because they're like, you know, like, I mean, Cantori is like the ultimate San Diego person and he represents the sure. city so proudly and, and wonderfully. And I think like, it was just beginning to seep out in different ways. I had a few people message me like almost, why do you leave San Diego if you're oh, like, right. the, you know, or kind of almost like move aside and let someone else be on the right. radio. If you don't so like it, get out. Yeah. yeah. And I totally understand that. And I really, really do. And so yeah. my plan was to like, my contract was going to go until, mm-hmm. till next January. Yeah. And my, my plan was to really see how, how Chris and I were doing. Cause that's the other thing of course, is that, our show ended up doing like extremely well and we did not get right. We didn't, we didn't know that that was going to happen and it was getting really good ratings and stuff. And so my plan was pretty much to like talk with him and then decide, okay, do I want to continue? Do I not like, and if I do continue, I need to stop basically everything else because this morning schedule is getting so tough. And then this whole sale just ended up working out in a way that our contracts got shortened. And then uh, we, when we finally found out that we were not, Oh, I just really quickly, I want to tell the story of like just how we found out in a funny way. They they got us all in like a room together and said, "Okay, in like three minutes, you're going to get an email (laughs) of whether or not the new company is going to take you on. So so we were all in a conference room together and then we were like dismissed. And then it was like a Will Smith movie where people were by their phones and cell phones and like. One, I turned the corner and there was one guy looking at his phone and he's like, no, I'm a new dad. <laughs> like, really? Yeah. And in, in real time, I was walking through the office like bing, 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 watching no, people. Is that real? Yes. Like not get accepted and get accepted. And oh, and here's the thing. And, and Bo can attest. I did so not want to get taken to the new station. Right. right. And I was right. You had this opportunity that you thought maybe the new the company that had bought you was going to have a new show. Right. They're going to cancel everything that was currently on. But you were really hoping that they didn't bring right. you to the new station. You're like, no, please, whatever you do, I don't want it. And everyone else is like, I'm a new dad. Yes, exactly. And I had like a knot in my stomach, but in the opposite way. And so it ended up working out in the way that real that I was hoping for. But, but it was just and then so we were all in that con- in our conference room together waiting to find out God. whether or not we were going to get picked. And I didn't have my laptop with me. I just had my phone and everyone was finding out on my team. Like we didn't get picked. My producer just like started bursting out in tears because she saw that we didn't get picked. Right. And then I was like, hey, guys, like awkward time. But I actually don't have my work email on my phone. I never have. <laughs> so, so I don't know. Can someone just tell me? So I'm like, so I like tiptoed back to the office and like refired up my laptop. And I'm like, <laughs> How you're not into this job yeah, so yeah, much. Yeah. Like, like the fact that like guys, I, I've never I, had my work I email. I never signed up for that email. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know how to access it. So oh so God. I found that out. And there's a part of me that also in the same way with breakups and everything, I want to honor. It's not like I'm like, bye, I don't care. This worked out well for me in so many ways. But there yeah. are so many cons of like, I, I really loved hearing from people and just their their lives and like what's going on with them. And sure. even like the music part and who we interviewed. So I want to like almost grieve and make sure I make sure I don't brush this aside to be like next, 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 because I know in eight months right. it will hit me. Yeah. Like I even feel that way with, with my old job with the belly up. It's like I kind of left there and, and didn't really think of it. And there's now like years later, there's still pangs of being like, oh, my God, I miss being in the music industry. Right. You know, so I think that's why you have to make sure that oh, I say this, but it's like you have to make sure you're ready for that change. You have yeah. to get yourself in that that mental state to say, like, I'm going to I'm going to speak all these things. Right. You know, yep. so just make sure that you you do that. Yeah. So that so that has been that. And uh, it we've been off the air for about a week now. And mm. uh Cantori and I are going to plan to do like a weekly Patreon show and people have signed up and paid some money, which is super nice and Jesus. cool. I know. And so we'll see how long that lasts. <laughs> and then the other thing is too, 
I will be able to mention more about my whole life is like NDAs right now. Yeah. I have like an NDA, like the size of like a CVS receipt or something. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, I do have another job that I yeah. got at the, at the pretty much the same time. And that is on hold now because of this, just this whole sure. weird ass situation. Sure. So, so hopefully Who like knows? that will resume soon. I'm excited about that. It's in Los Angeles. That doesn't mean I'm moving there all the time, but will it will be worked out. But in the immediate thing, I know people sometimes, especially friends and family, are like worried. But I'm almost like, there's no need to be worried. I'm yeah. okay. It's going to be okay. You're going to be okay. We're all going to be okay. So that's guys. that. So yeah, I think this time is just presenting a whole new, it for can sure. be scary, but For exciting. sure. It's, it's, a, it's a mega reboot for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing that I, you know, people are trying their best to just get through whatever this is. But isn't it funny um, how people are still posting photos of themselves, like, looking cute? Yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> is this the time, guys? I know. I don't understand. It's like, oh, just me and my whatever brand, you know, a Gucci top. Like and an influencer like, type thing. Yeah. Okay. But, like, eh. I also see, like, there's definitely stories out there that are like, what the top people are listening to in quarantine. Like, yeah. <laughs> it, it makes it sound like it's this event that you, you're trying to be part of and stuff. Top 10 quarantine songs <laughs> up to date. The, the meme that has probably made, or the image that has made me la- really laugh the hardest was the picture of Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson. And like the way that it, I think iHeartMedia posted it, but it makes it look like they're accepting an award. Like it's blue and glittery. <laughs> and it, and it said, and the person commented and said like, this makes me feel like I should congratulate them. And it said like Tom Hanks tested po- positive for Corona, but like it looks like as though they accepted oh, like a Grammy. And oh, so geez. it's just so funny the way, but yeah. So the world is, you know, people are getting creative, man. I yeah. saw someone was uh, doing a like live chat, like doing a band thing, like creating songs mm-hmm. live and you could tune in. Uh, Pat Oswalt went outside of his house and did a whole 40 minute comedy set on his porch. Really? Yeah. And then That's they awesome. posted it. It's like, um, it's kind of awesome that people are getting creative in that way. For me, I'm just like, I just want to shut off. You do? See, <laughs> I do. I I'm do. feeling like I also, this came at a time when I do feel like I could use some rest and relaxation. So You should take it. Yeah. Yep. Because the world is getting wacko. Yeah. And so everyone's freaking out. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of news and a lot of opinions. It's like, I think it wouldn't be bad to just turn off for a minute. Right. Yeah. I watched an amazing documentary is this a s'more is, you want to do a, your s'more yeah i guess so let's do it see my boo and my bow and now it's time for a little bit s'more don't fuck with cats oh is that where he like vacuums up cats or something <laughs> is it a murderer that how about how about okay is this a spoiler how, how about how about how about we just let people go see it's it it's a spoiler oh oh boy oh my gosh if a, if if a spoiler alert is a guy vacuums up cats that that's just a spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's good or bad, but um, okay. So, <laughs> should we just cut that out? No, no, no. I think that's fine. Are you sure? Yeah, but let's keep You're it going. okay with it? Yes. I mean, I could. I've heard okay, about here, that. Here, in here's general. the deal. There was this famous internet video where this guy, who you can't see his face, uh, creepily plays with two kittens on his bed, Ooh. and then puts them in a vacuum bag. That you hook a vacuum up with uh-huh. oh, and okay. then like turns it on. Fuck. And this whole documentary is about that. Damn. This kind of like, I don't know. It unfolds in many, many, many ways. Uh, it's a three part thing. It's 
unbelievable and very like ooh, creepy. Oh my gosh. You should check it out. Don't fuck with cats. Can I give you another one? I saw yes. another great a documentary. Double smore, yeah. A double step smore. Another, I think it was a six part documentary. It's called McMillions. I'm sure a lot of people oh, are talking about it. Oh, I've heard it's of that. It's about the McDonald's uh, Monopoly scam. Where they use cats as their burgers. That one's on HBO. The Don't Fuck With Cats is on Netflix. Okay. Um, McMillions is so good. I've heard it's really good. Oh, it's amazing. I love HBO documentaries. They're I want to watch best. it. What's your password so we get all this in? Okay, so my password is <laughs> um, question mark. Those, th- those that was a hashtag, a star, <laughs> a forward slash. Um, yeah. So those that's what I would say. Okay. What do you got? Okay, you rolled your eyes when I told you this before, just uh-huh. off air. Chris Lilly. Chris Lilly. Is that his name? The one that I love so much, who Wait, I just I discovered. Thought, yeah, you didn't just discover him. This has been months. I mean, it's been a couple of months, I but I haven't shared it. it. This nope, nope, oh. I have not shared it. I, I said it to you. I think I rolled my eyes because you were watching the, his newest thing. So Chris Lilly does this thing where he dresses up like many characters. Yes, he's so funny. And his claim to fame, which I 100% think you should go watch, is called Summer Heights High. See, I haven't even seen that it's at the all. First, I think it's his first one or second one, and he plays like five different characters. So like, he's the art teacher. He's... One of the uh, school kids' moms. He's a teenager boy, and he so he plays all these parts, and it's fucking great. I can't wait to watch it. Summer Heights High. Somehow I found like a, hit one of his memes on Instagram, and the night that I discovered him, I was crying, laughing. Look at oh. looking at his like Instagram of just the memes of like how he relates scenes from in yeah, real life. For it's sure, so funny. you are a Chris Lilly kind of guy. I love oh, him. Yeah. I love 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 him. Cool. Well, feels nice to be broken up from everything that we know and not have anything normal in our lives. <laughs> At least we have normalcy in our lives. No, no, we don't. Uh, yeah. No, it's... Here we go. Yep. On, to, on to... Somebody uh, posted a meme that I thought was kind of funny and I think it was something like, uh, did anyone think of trying to unplug 2020, <laughs> blow on it, and then plug it back in? <laughs> yes, honestly, that's what it feels like. But I yeah. trust that it's for the better. Yeah, we got of it. everyone. Yep. We got this. Keep up the good work out there, people. Yep. Wait, you're not working. You're Keep working from work. home. I wonder how many people who are home working aren't working. Oh, And they're yeah. just kind of like, Meh. I know. I think that, it, like, from what I've been reading, it's like, get dressed as though you're going to the office workplace. Like, yeah. create a space. But I've, everyone's in their pajamas, like, yeah. upside down. And <laughs> like, uh, Until next time, guys. I am definitely leaving this room oh my God. without Meryl. Yikes. Bye, uh, bye. We'll see you next time. Bye. This episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. It was edited by Bo Hufford, and the theme song was composed and sang by your friendly camp director, me, PB and J. If you've got a question or you want to be the next camper of the week, email us at campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Meryl on Instagram at campfireshitshow, and please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Well, kids, it's time to pack up the camp and put out the fire. But don't you worry. We'll see you soon on another episode of the Campfire Shit Show.